0: Cruise FM presents The Locker Room, with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White.
1: Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Come on!
0: Bang, 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 bang. Here we
2: go. All right, boys. Let's shake off the weekend. We Here got we a are, in yeah. front of us.
0: woo
1: Sure it's St. weekend.
2: I'm sure Jimmy's doing
3: good. <laughs> Bright eyed and bush tailed after a weekend.
2: Of you know what Being a leprechaun. I was thinking about when he was. Relaying his um, weekend for me because he yeah. was out on Thursday for St. Patty's Day, and then he was out on the weekend. And uh, I have never in my entire life spent six hours in a bar. What? Really? Never. I would never ever do that.
3: <laughs> I'm sure you have. I'm Super sure Bowl? you have to Super no. Bowl We're there for like six hours. The games usually usually four hours. No, they're usually like five, six hours. Like a hockey game, I went to watch the Oiler game on
1: Saturday, and that was four hours. Doesn't it? Doesn't our uh, doing what we do for the uh, CFL? We're usually there two hours before the game. Then we do the game where you're drinking at a game, and then you go back to the bar.
2: One bar for for over six (laughs) hours on Saturday
3: yeah I had I had several people say to me so Jimmy just like he just gets to go to work and not do his job and gets paid <laughs>
1: <laughs> like he gets to go get drunk <laughs> and then just not do his job I wanted yes <laughs> a Friday off and you guys said no
3: you so wanted the, you wanted
1: me here sleeping on the floor
3: but you see what I'm saying instead you just just don't do your job and then the bosses are cool with it. It, I wanted. The it day off. It is kind
1: of a unique
2: situation. It's a very this unique isn't situation. about you wanting the day it's off. It's not about you wanting the day off. It's it's, it's about, about our jobs. Yeah. Right? If Grant would have done it, it would have been the same thing, yeah. you, right? It's just not as funny as Grant being yeah. over for some reason. This is the new Weezer. It's called A Little Bit of Love. They're releasing four albums this year, all tied into the seasons. I'm guessing this one has something to do with spring. Mm-hmm. It actually kind of sounds like spring. <laughs> new Weezer getting us going this morning. The locker room topic of the day, based on the fact that back in 2004, this day, March 21st, Ozzy Osbourne was named the nation's favorite ambassador to be the one to welcome aliens to planet Earth. I thought we could do a topic on it. By the way, we'll also hear from Ozzy with our WTip track of the day yeah. in the uh, eight o'clock hour. I'm hitting all the all the radio notes. <laughs> <laughs> All the radio tropes today. (laughs) We'll start with Jimmy because Jimmy's will be the most on point. Who are you going with? Patrick Stewart. Space. The final frontier. Dr.
3: Stewart. Yeah. But if you sent Patrick Stewart up, first contact with aliens, would they assume we're all in wheelchairs? He's not in a wheelchair. (laughs) Grant, yours? Tom Hanks.
2: Yeah. My mom always said...
3: You send black, the most likable guy on earth
2: up there to talk to him. Yeah, that's <laughs> not a horrible idea. Yeah. Mine's like mine's a little bit out of the box. Um, mine's David Chappelle.
0: Hi, Mom. Oh. Excuse me, man, guys. I am running out of air. <laughs>
2: Gotta
0: get pumped.
2: This is from that Robin Hood. Robin Hood, man yeah. in tights. Yeah. Man in tights. <laughs> <I love that laughs> okay, this I'll is just... the clip you Hi, went man. with for
3: Dave Chappelle. <laughs> you went with Robin Hood. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i don't know why i just think that he is an important voice right now yeah in the world that we live in i don't know why it, so you'd it's send something Dave chappelle up something's happened in the last couple of years that um we have we we, we seem to be relying on the the voice of reason seem to be comics mm-hmm. for some reason it's bizarre to me but that's why i was thinking that yeah um again that's our topic. Who do you think should make first contact with aliens?
0: The locker room topic of the day.
2: So aliens make contact. We have to send an ambassador from Earth. Who do we send?
3: Um, if you listen to the show at all, you'll know who this is. Scuba Steve texted in Phil.
2: And now, advice from Phil. All
3: I want to say is no one you got to do it, just do it. Okay. Like, So you're like, you got no one you're going to do it, and then you just do it. Don't delay. Yeah, just know what you got to do, and just do it. And um, you know, I got a busy day today and tomorrow,
2: but uh, I just got to do what I got to do. You got to get her done. Get it, Yeah, just get it done. But I know what I got to <laughs> do, and I uh, just got to do it. Okay.
3: Okay, man, you guys have a good day.
2: See ya. Take care, Phil.
3: Okay, man, you too, bud. Thanks.
2: He's got a full day ahead of him.
0: The Locker Room Topic of the Day.
2: Who are we sending to make first contact with aliens? Kane texted in and said,
3: Matthew McConaughey.
1: All right, all right, all right. Send,
3: send the coolest dude on the
2: planet, right? Coolest, and it's sort of in the, the same vein as the Tom Hanks, right? If friendly, like people like him. Um, yeah. He would go up there and he'd be like, all right,
3: dudes, what's going on? Like, we're just trying down here to live our best lives. And yeah. They would be like, oh, this... Pretty cool guys actually down here. Yeah. Let's not destroy them and take all their resources. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Locker Room Topic of the Day.
2: We need an ambassador. We've got alien contact. We need the first person on earth to, to step up and, and meet these people and put our best foot forward. Who are we putting out there? Mike
3: from Ontario says, Seth Brogan.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm surprised that's not actually a movie. Seth Rogen being the first contact with aliens. Guess That's what?
2: A- he just started writing it. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Seth Rogen movie. It does
3: sound like a Seth because <laughs> movie. He goes and gets
2: high is with this, the aliens. Is this our best foot forward, though?
3: <laughs> you know, it's he's actually so smart, though. I saw a video of him because he does a lot of work um, for like Alzheimer's, um, yeah, his charities and stuff. His mother-in-law,
2: mother-in-law, That's and right. like
3: he's like I saw videos of him speaking to Congress and he's really well-spoken and yeah,
2: yeah. I I just I don't know. I go back and forth on him. I I I had to block him on Twitter. I was like I follow people and I see their stuff. Yeah, every once in a while I have this list. And he's annoying on Twitter. (laughs) Um, But then I... I I came around on that Pam and Tommy he's in that yeah he wrote that I think didn't he yeah I think him and his yeah. like he's written the, him and his writing partner are very prolific yeah they put a lot of stuff do the boys which is yeah. such a great show yeah they, they, they're they very productive when it comes to, to writing mm-hmm. and, and he was really good in that Pam and Tommy he plays the guy that gets ripped off by Tommy uh, the okay. construction worker the guy that steals the tape the guy that goes and steals the tape I just finished watching it on the weekend it's actually pretty it's actually pretty good mm. um but yeah yeah i am I'm, I'm on the fence on seth rogan if we're being honest
0: the locker room topic of the day who
2: do you think should make first contact when the aliens finally pass a visit d said christopher Watkins?
0: do you know who i am mr Woolley. i give up who are you the antichrist you got me in a vendetta kind of mood You tell the angels in heaven you never seen evil so singularly personified as you did in the face of the man who killed you.
2: Rethinking that now?
0: (laughs) All I
3: think
2: of is SNL. (laughs) I got a fever. The only prescription is more cowbell. Actually, I will say this. Um, If you want to see one of the best exchanges between two actors Mm -hmm. ever portrayed on film... You have to watch True Romance and Christopher Walken and Dennis Hopper. They yeah. were bit parts in that movie, and there is this scene of them. There's confrontation in Dennis Hopper's trailer He's, yeah. he is uh, He is uh, Christian Slater's dad in the movie, and Christian Slater goes to him for some advice and, and a couple of bucks before um, heading out yeah uh, to to California to get rid of all this. This drugs that he found. Anyway, we're getting a little too deep into that, but there's an exchange. <laughs> it's such a good movie. The guy that owns the drugs is sends Christopher Walken to Dennis Hopper's place, and they end up killing him. But it's um, it's so powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the two of them just kill it. The locker room topic of the day: First contact with alien life, with a visit on planet Earth. Who do we send? Dave texted in and said, uh, "I say Dolly Parton." <laughs> A lot of women coming in.
3: No, what, um, what's what's going on there? Yeah, most of the suggestions have been men, um, but Dolly Parton is a pretty strong choice. I think she'd go up there and, and win them over, right?
2: Yeah. Like, uh, hello, y'all, honey. I wonder why our first instinct, though, because I first, my first instinct was a dude as well. I'm not, I'm not judging anybody. I'm just thinking it's got to be something to that. If yeah. you really think about it. When it comes to diplomacy because do we all want to be destroyed by their you know their laser beam yeah whatever, gun or whatever they have yeah why wouldn't we want to send a woman up there yeah she'd probably do a much better job yeah i think we need to rethink this we need a female touch with this i think absolutely
0: locker no? room topic of the day
2: if we're making first contact with alien life, who do you want representing mankind? Um,
3: Bill said we should send Arnold
2: Schwarzenegger. I'll
3: be back. Said he's a great not voice a bad, of reason right now.
2: Not a bad choice. And
3: he's also fought aliens before. <sighs> That's a good point. So he's got some experience. <laughs> he's got some experience. He's a little bit
2: intimidating in case they do try anything. It's interesting. I um I was thinking about my my own hypocrisy. This weekend because mm-hmm. I I saw that clip it it went viral Arnold made this address to the Russian people and he posted it on on social media and um and it's about eight minutes long and it's it's worth watching actually mm-hmm. and I watched it and and I was very impressed with the message that he that he had to say and and um sort of the points that he made about about the Russian people and how yeah. they have to stand up to Putin right now. Kind of, that's the underlying theme of it, right? Without saying it, he was kind of, and he and he basically credited the the people protesting in Russia I, right now, like, yeah. saying, "Hey, you guys are heroes." And then I I heard that Bono wrote a poem, and I was wildly <laughs> triggered. And I'm like, why am I well, okay with Arnold saying something? Yet that uh,
3: that must have to do with because Arnold actually came from a country that was you know in europe eastern europe right yeah and his dad was a nazi yeah so in the video he was saying like don't be like my dad like don't be broken like him like yeah yeah so he's actually got some experience where bono is just
2: <laughs> you know
3: flying it is around critical me
2: like not even hearing what Bono wrote, I'm going, shut up, shut up, <laughs> shut up. And then he had Nancy Pelosi read it. Yeah. And I'm like, both of you, shut up. <laughs> hey, what's Arnold got to say here?
0: The Locker Room Topic of the Day.
2: We're going to wrap up with one last one for the topic. We
3: got this text. Uh, Jeff, it's Rob, uh, Jeff Goldblum was leg his choice. Earth. Take a look at the
0: arse like. leg. Goodbye.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeff, I could see good. Jeff Goldblum being a good choice. That's a good rap on the topic.
1: Three,
0: two, the locker rooms, Midget at the Movies. I shall call him Mimi. No. It's
2: like getting at the movies, but shorter. Jimmy, what movie did you watch from Midget at the Movies this weekend?
1: Belfast.
0: If they did get there, they did get to the moon. It's not what it says here. God doesn't like it
2: we're getting listeners to pick and that was uh, Jerry Peterson's pick for you Belfast obviously tying into St. Patrick's Day Ireland yeah this Belfast movie
1: it think? was a well-made movie it's uh, I, I, l- I liked it I, l- I loved you know a lot of uh, the realism behind it and and the conflict in Ireland and you know between and like in the religious uh, communities and stuff like that it was and it was around in the 60s. I thought it's they 60s. did a great job. Yeah. Is it black and white? Yeah. yeah. The whole thing? Yeah.
3: Okay, if that's so. all.
1: There was a little bit of color at the very yeah. beginning. Like, yeah, you could see the green. I think and- they were trying to show the contrast between the Yeah.
2: Like, now. Because those were shots from now, right? Yeah. And then yeah. they went back into time. My problem with it, because I watched it um, this weekend, was that it felt like they were trying too hard to make it artsy is that fair like it felt like a bit tryhardish I uh, I didn't see it that way the other problem I had with it was I think at some point when they were writing the movie they they thought that they would um, they would do it from the perspective of the kid buddy but I think at some point at points, they lost that,
1: right? Like, yeah, because because the thing is though is I think the reason why they switched it is because they wanted to have a little bit more because he he was a simple boy he did, he just knew bits and pieces and he kind of he didn't really know what was going on so and then they kind of put a little bit more of the detail like through the perspective of uh, the parents and and the adults in it because. You know, he didn't know what was going on. Why, why the Catholics and the Protestants were fighting, yeah. and he would have, uh, you know,
2: it's a touching story, and mm-hmm. I can see why there's a, you know, an Oscar consideration for it. Just, you know, maybe I don't know. Maybe I just wanted something more out of it. Hmm. I don't know. I'm going for Dune for
3: Picture of the Year. <laughs> when is, when is, the is the the thought of you two both watching Belfast on your weekends is <laughs> funny to me. <laughs> We' got a guy that watches nothing but Star Wars.
2: <laughs> I had a and couple then of a guy whose
3: chips is his favorite movie.
2: There's nothing wrong with chips. <laughs> All right, by the way, the one thing I really did love is the music in it, and uh, a lot of Dan Morrison obviously Belfast oh, yeah. he's Irish, and so we'll wrap up the hour with what what's your rating? I gave it a five.
1: A five, really? Wow! Yeah. five out of five. I, again, I I thought it was a well-made movie. So okay, okay.
2: We are not condoning drinking and driving. No, nor never. do we find drinking and driving funny. You shouldn't be drinking and driving. You're an it's idiot. Twenty twenty-two. Yeah. Right. Come on. Get an Uber. Yeah. A get taxi. an Uber. Get a taxi. A triple D.
3: Like if you want your car at home, call yeah. the Triple D.
2: It's ridiculous.
1: I don't even still... walk home when I'm drunk.
2: Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy never drinks and drives.
1: No, be right. Jimmy.
2: Um, so this list is funny though, and we'll just do the top ten. It's a basically what they did is they said, okay, this is how many DUIs we've had in North America. Mm-hmm. Now, what do they drive? And then they broke it out into percentages and, and a top ten. Number ten, Grant
3: Ford Contour. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't made those in quite some time, I don't think. I,
2: don't know why <laughs> that's funny. like those are that's like the funny.
3: mid-90s <laughs> yes uh dodge dakota at number nine okay uh gmc sierra yeah number eight number seven a Chev- chevrolet silverado number six toyota tacoma okay um number five gmc sonoma um number four this one makes sense to me an audi a4 i'm surprised that one's not higher up yeah to be honest with you maybe just the volume of them yeah right okay um because like there's definitely more chevrolet s series trucks, trucks. i'm sure okay. out there which so, is number three number three number two subaru wrx it's kind of random no yeah uh and, <laughs> and then, then the number, number one, one makes sense a Dodge Ram. Dodge Ram trucks. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. the black ones. I am shocked there's no BMWs on the top 10.
2: That's a good point. Right? I think when we read this list last year, I think a BMW may have come in. Well, and if you do like, a,
3: what do a-holes drive? BMW's always, like, number one.
2: Well, Audi would be in there, too,
3: I
1: think.
2: <laughs> Subaru? No. Subaru, yeah. The A-Holes drive Subaru. <laughs> the
1: Locker Room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson.
3: Pete Davidson might be one of the most fascinating characters come on. of our time. He's a guy who has like a little bit of talent, like he's kind of funny, but if he didn't meet the right person in his life to put him on the comedy path, he would have been shingling roofs for a living, right? That's what's so interesting about Pete Davidson is I think we all know Pete Davidson in our lives. We all know who that guy is. The latest on Pete Davidson is that he was offered a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to go into space for free on Jeff Bezos' wienership. Uh, Pete has played just the tip several times in the last few years, but this would have been the first time doing that with space, doing what very, very, very few people on Earth will ever get to do, go into space. Buzz Aldrin, Neil Armstrong, and Pete Davidson. And you know what's worse than Pete Davidson being offered a chance to go to space for free? Pete Davidson saying, nah, I'm good. I don't want to go. Pete Davidson saying no to going to space because he's pretty busy right now. Yeah, that's the latest is that he's actually declined Jeff Bezos' offer. Imagine going to 16-year-old Pete Davidson. He's the guy wearing pajama pants in public, spending his day smoking weed with his friends, (laughs) watching SpongeBob. Imagine going to young Pete and telling him, hey, in just a few years, you're going to have... Marginal talent still. Like You'll make some people kind of laugh, but a lot of people will dislike you. And you're going to date a hot, lot of hot women. You know that movie Underworld? You're going to date the lead actress from that. And eventually you're going to date this woman named Kim Kardashian. And by the way, you know that how you like to sing along to that song Gold Digger? The guy that performs that song is going to one day do a music video where he's burying you alive. <laughs> And then you're going to get the chance to go to space, but you're going to turn it down because you're kind of busy. Imagine telling young Pete Davidson that. If I get a time machine, that's actually the first thing I'm doing. The Grant Report is brought to you by Edmonton Glory Hole Tours Spring Special. Spring isn't the only thing that has sprung. Book a tour today at EdmontonGloryHoleTours.com.
0: You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross. Grant Johnson and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM.
2: That man, right across from me, Grant Johnson, study king. This is why
3: wearing a mask makes you hotter. Okay. So regardless of your opinions on masks, they work, they don't work, you won't, won't wear one, whatever, this is just literally about... Why masks make people more attractive. Okay. And this was something I said early on in the pandemic. I was like, there's something about these masks that is doing it for me. We thought it was a kink
2: <laughs> or a fetish or whatever, whatever you call
3: it. But it's it. a it's a real thing. And uh, they were talking about, and it's all about the mystery. So if you hide the lower half of your face with a oh, mask,
2: okay. Some people like it that. adds
3: mystery because most of our um they saying most of our verbal cues are like nonverbal. Sorry, most of our cues, cues when we're are, non- are nonverbal. It's smile, it's facial expressions, and so when you start to hide that, it starts to add the mystery element. Okay. Um It and- worked in
2: eyes wide shut. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and the blue medical masks were the most attractive. Followed second by um, cloth masks. They said blue. Um, we look at it and we think of like doctors, medical professionals. And that and it gets something some people brain, brain as well. Yeah, and uh, we no longer think of when he when he used to see somebody in a mask in public. He used to go like, "Ooh, diseased! Get away from me!" And now you don't think that anymore. Now you you've think, gotten so
2: used to it. Let's get on a bus. <laughs> <laughs> I like the mask for Jimmy because it helps with his breath issues. That's a huge thing. That's huge. And for me, it hides my uh, trailer park trash teeth. <laughs> like <laughs> I got total dog teeth, so it's helping me.
1: And you know, somebody is. Sometimes people always have a serious or like an like almost re- like I want to say resting bitch face, but you know that look where they look angry but they're not. You don't see it as much when you're. And they're wearing a mask. I you, don't know, man. Are just, I, I think the eyes—the eyes—are eyes, the the eyes eyes,
2: yeah. way more telling. I understand what you're saying, but for me, I—if you—if you, if you watch—if you make eye contact, if somebody's in a bad mood or not having a good day or something, you—you <laughs> you can see it in their their eyes a lot of times. I wonder if anyone's had—I'm sure this has happened during the
3: pandemic. So you know that moment when you're at the bar and you're talking to someone, and then the lights come up. Because the lights have been low all night. Yeah. And you go, this is who I've been talking to? I wonder if people have had that with the mask. Like, they get home and then they take their mask off and they're like, what?
2: Oh, <laughs> this is not what I u- thought. Little coyote ugly moment. <laughs> yeah.
1: And now, The Locker Room presents Star Wars News. Now, your host for Star Wars News, James P. White. So uh, what happened was Is they've actually cast uh, Christopher uh, Lloyd As a guest star In the upcoming uh, season Like season 3 of The Mandalorian And they're filming that right now, right? They're in the process of Because usually this one Because they've been fairly consistent The Mandalorian comes out Around Christmas-ish So that's what That actually made me realize That there's been two seasons Of The Mandalorian, right? Yeah I and didn't then, realize and that And ins- then there was one season of the Boba Fett yeah. But it had but it had the Mandalorian Half in of that. the book of Boba Fettish was basically the Mandalorian there was a lot of Mandalorian. Yeah. There was a lot. Was two, two episodes of Man with just Mando, and then there was one more. There's gonna the be
2: world. there's gonna be um, crossover with the upcoming
1: uh, Mexican Jedi too, right? Yes, Obi Wan. I don't know if there's gonna be much crossover with that, other than maybe Grogu, uh, because Baby Yoda. Yeah, you don't say Grogu. That's his name, um, Baby Yoda. Because. There's probably going to be a little bit of crossover there on how uh, he got out of the temple. Am I, I s- the
3: only one that ever thinks Christopher Lloyd is dead? I thought he was like, dead. I always think he's dead for I some reason. I saw
1: this article I thought he was dead.
2: I didn't think one way or the other, but I saw a picture of him and like it's a, it looked like a recent picture. Yeah. And he still looks 108. <laughs> he's like, remember, you, you've you always said he's, this. There's some people that always look
3: like... We, I was watching Kenny Rogers' um, The Gambler music video, and I was like, he looks 80 in this video. Yeah. And I Googled it, how old was Kenny Rogers when he released The Gambler,
2: and he was 40. Yeah, he but he looks 80. He still looked but 80. It's that generation. Christopher yeah. Lloyd also has that look. Because in Back to the Future, yeah, which was in old, the 90s, which, which is... is
3: Five years ago. Which is why I always think he was he's dead, because I'm like, he looked so old in Back to the Future.
1: All right. When is um, when is the next... When's the Mexican Jedi coming out? That's supposed to be coming out in uh, uh, May 27th. Okay. So oh, that's pretty soon.
2: just coming around the corner,
1: right? Are you sure? May 27th. Oh, May. March. May. Okay. May. All right. So, so two months. Yeah, it's pretty soon still. That's
2: still pretty soon. And then we'll get another Mandalorian... In in, and you're thinking
1: season three is going to be fall, probably, probably, yeah, around Christmas, like they did last time. I do enjoy the fact that he's just given up on the Mexican, (laughs) I think, (laughs) with us. And you know what? Actually, Christopher Lloyd is only 83, he's pretty old. That's
0: still, but
1: but he's always looked like 80 plus for, like, as you said. Thanks for joining us.
0: (laughs) The locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. I'm
2: trying to remember if I've seen all season, the three seasons of True Detective. I have. Um, season one
3: was amazing with Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. And then season, season
2: two was two, pretty brutal.
3: That was with the one Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Okay, I've seen that. And then season three. Which one? What, what was that one? That was um, Mahersala I have Ali, seen it and uh Steven Dorf and it was awesome. I really That liked was that one. good too. Yeah.
2: Yes, I really why, enjoyed it. Why that one.
3: am I blanking on season 2? Season guess- 2 is Vince Vaughn and Colin Farrell? Yeah. Oh, that's and right. And it was really confusing. I watched it actually twice cuz the first time I watched it like I clearly wasn't paying attention I missed something. And I
2: rewatched it a while later. That's right, Colin Farrell. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, it still yeah. wasn't. I good. have very little memory of that one. It, you know what? I I have a tendency to shut things out when I. Um, it was when just trying too hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they're doing a season four. Do you know any of the people involved at all? Um, like I don't know the filmmaker. No. But Apparently, this this individual is like quite renowned. Um, but it's called True
3: Detective: Night Country. And it's going to take place in the Arctic, where they said night can last
2: you know, 24 hours. Okay. And it's
3: believed it'll be two female leads.
2: Two female. Okay. Yeah. The, the filmmaker is a, Issa Lopez or something to write and direct? Yeah, she's a Mexican film director. Okay. Um, like a I've, I've award-winning. awards anything she's done. I, I haven't either, so. But yeah. It's, it's one of those things like HBO doesn't have a lot of misses. No, they really don't. I'll pretty much watch anything on HBO. Yeah, Yeah. I'm kind of the same way. If I find out something was on it, I'm yeah. Anyway, this is not even started yet. No, it's at the the very. It's in development. Like the very. They got the title, and that's kind of it. So it's not something that we can put on our list for you know to watch. You know what I've been watching recently Hmm. is I'm back into The Walking Dead.
3: Oh yeah, I tried, but I I couldn't remember where I left off, and it felt
2: (laughs) overwhelming to be honest. To try to get back into it. And we, I ran into somebody on the weekend yeah. that, um, that that brought up The Walking Dead. And what they did is they went back and started watching it again. And I said... From the start. I said to him, I said, I've been thinking that that might be a show I might be able to do that with. Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah, I'm really, he's, I'm enjoying it more now than I did the first time around.
3: I did that with the first couple seasons already
2: once. A few years ago. Okay. Rewatch like season one, two, and three. And it was way more enjoyable.: I think I might be able yeah. to d- I don't know if it's going to happen anytime soon, because I want to get through this latest season 11, and mm-hmm. Rick is on the verge of coming back from oh, that's the rumor oh, anyway. Okay. so I'm, 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 I'm engrossed in this one right now, <laughs> and I'll hang in there.
0: Cruise FM.:
2: Jimmy had Grant and I help him film a little section of his upcoming podcast, episode yeah. 12. This is form number three, right? Holy smokes. You're uh, getting good at
3: this. Have you learned any new moves from Jimmy's podcast is now just teaching you the different lightsaber
1: styles? Yeah, there's seven, right? Seven forms? Seven forms. This is form three, and it's basically learning the mostly defense and defense against uh, blaster fire. So you guys were shooting me with uh, form our blasters.
2: Darts. By the way, he asked... Those of you that are proud members of the Positive Reinforcement yeah. Gang or members of James P. White's Who family.
3: Maybe Jimmy has dead eyes and he's dead inside
1: and has no soul it, left. Somehow I'll get blamed for something. This was his idea. No, this, yeah. it, I needed, it's really hard for me to shoot blasters at myself. You needed master so, blasters to blast <laughs> your face. So so I uh, needed you guys to shoot things at me so I could attempt to block them, and I blocked <laughs> two with my elbow. So Grant and I were being dicks. I dressed up as
2: Neil, yeah, a middle-aged balding Neil <laughs> in the Matrix suit, and then I had a morph costume, just a pure it's yellow. It's like
3: one of those like Green Man suits that these days the Canucks games, but, but it's this like one's yellow, bright yellow. Yeah, so you needed that for your banana costume. So Grant
2: you? and I go down. We do. We shoot this video, and, and then down Jimmy, to the parking garage, Jimmy cleaned up and came up after us. So we walk through the front lobby of our building. Yeah, and so there's a guy dressed up full yellow. Yeah, Yeah. and (laughs) two construction construction workers. Two construction workers give us the side eye (laughs) because I'm dressed as (laughs) Neil, and then two minutes later. A midget dressed up as Yoda with a lightsaber. <laughs> I was walking
1: through. And, and I was, as I was getting, getting in the elevator, I heard that one guy go, okay, now I've seen everything.
2: This is Show Local Some Love once again on 95.7 Cruise FM. We are joined once again by Colin, two L's Bruce mm-hmm. from Colin Bruce Mortgage Team. Thanks for jumping on with us again, Colin.
3: Hey, thanks for having me. Colin, inflation rates have been, uh, to fight inflation, uh, interest rates have been climbing. Do you have a rough idea of when the next increase is gonna happen
4: I've get this question asked a lot recently so the fixed rates have already moved so mm-hmm. like six nine months ago we we're in the ones for a five-year fixed rate now they're you know 2.74 2 point79 but the variable rates and the adjustable rates those ones have stayed low so the government raised prime Tuesday. I think it was last Tuesday. They raised it a quarter point, and they're expected to raise another four to six times in the next couple of years. Or so that sounds bad, but you know, so at an adjustable rate, you can get one point four percent right now, right? So one point four to two point seven four. I mean, okay. it still has to climb quite a bit. So it's not, not all doom
2: and gloom. That's for sure. Are you still suggesting the 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 variable rate as opposed to the fixed rate? To your clients oh, or, or to, how does it, d- it depends on, on the situation I'm guessing. Right.
4: Yeah. It's client specific. So you know what? Six months ago it was five-year fixed, five-year fixed. Cause yeah, you can get, we were as low as like, I think we were like 1.34 for a five-year fix rate at one point. Like just insane. Pretty sure that's what I locked
3: 40. in.
1: Yeah.
4: Is that what, yeah. Probably yeah. if you timed it last year, that's <laughs>
1: what you'd be in. Yeah. You know, to talk about the pre-approvals again, can you like explain that a bit?
4: Oh, yeah. pre. Well, I mean, yeah. Speaking about interest rates going up. So with the pre-approval, we can lock you in for 120 days. And in that time, if the rates drop, you get the lower rate. But if they go up, you keep your locked in rate. And then what we're finding right now is the lenders and government insurers have never been more picky or difficult on approval. Yeah. So we do full underwriting up front. Like we'll confirm employment letters, and all that. We want to get it to the point that when somebody goes shopping, they're 99% approved. I mean, it still has to go through the government insurer, of course, but yeah, full underwriting up front.
2: Is there a reason why, Colin, the, the, the banks are being a little bit more particular right now about the, about the mortgage? Well, I mortgages? think it's the
4: government. It's the government's crackdown because you're looking at Toronto and Vancouver's housing prices right now, they're still flying, right? And it's just... You know, I think there's a, you know, the government did bring in the government stress test a few years ago, right? So you have to qualify as if the interest rate is five two five, and mm-hmm. they've slowly whittled down the amortization allowed. So I think they're trying to curb some borrowing, really.
3: Okay. Is Edmonton a, a seller or a buyer market right now?
4: Oh, it's a seller's market. Oh, one of the realtors I work with, he said um, last week, three different clients, three different properties all in multiple offer situations. So Hmm. that's where having a good pre-approval in place, right? Is uh, cause you can remove conditions right away. Right. So yeah.
3: You're going to have
2: to move on the fly. It's
3: funny. I saw a video last week of a guy who was, He's trying to buy a house with his wife, and he was saying that they they told him, like, we've already got 11 offers. We're just going to go with one of these, so don't bother. <laughs>
2: like, okay. oh. <laughs> 11 offers. Yeah. Unbelievable.
3: Listen, you- we're not accepted anymore.
2: <laughs> Colin, you and I spoke quickly on the phone um, last week because I have a property in Winnipeg, so I was looking for some advice. And unfortunately, you can't help me with a Manitoba property, but you do do some work outside of Alberta, right?
4: Yeah, we're fully licensed in Alberta and BC right now. Okay. And it is on the agenda in the next couple of months to go across the country, so Manitoba and Ontario, Saskatchewan. But yeah, for now, it's just Alberta and BC. So if you're looking to buy that place in Kelowna, we
2: can help. All right. There you go. Excellent. I'm sure that doesn't happen at all, right? <laughs> oh. People want those vacation homes. I
4: just saw a post like Kelowna prices are up 38% year over year. What? Like wow. That, like just crazy number.
2: Listen, Colin, we appreciate your time. Again, this has been Show Local Some Love. Colin Bruce from Colin Bruce Mortgage Team. Um, How do people find you? What's the best way of getting a hold of your contact info?
4: Either on our website at colinbruce.ca, two L's and Colin, or call me at 780-436-2511.
0: You've been listening to The Locker Room Podcast. Making radio great again. Really, guys?
1: Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating.
0: Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.